millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I'm Matthew. And welcome to an episode of Pappy's Flatshare House Meeting. Rolling, rolling, rolling. The boys, they're back out rolling. They're all on one horse rolling. We're all high. We're all high on a horse. Lovely bit of Limp Biscuit there from Tom to start us off. I would do as I think I would do a passable Limp Biscuit in terms of uh, tribute bands. (laughs) That sounds disgusting. Stiff Biscuit. I know you've changed your diet recently, but. Limp Hobnob, that would be good to get like the kind of crazy bookings. Um, anyway, let's not go down that route. Basically, I'd have a red cap on and I'd be giving it both barrels. Yeah, yeah but let's not go down that route. But I think it'd be brilliant at it. And if I may, I'd like to play guitar in that. Uh, band. Let's Thank not you. go down let's that route. But Crosby's on drums and our first gig's next week. <laughs> 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 um, so, very, very quickly, I've got, I've got to tell you, Tom, you're going to be amazed by this message we've had. We have a message from Phil via pappysflatshare at gmail.com. That's the address, by the way, if you want to get in touch and send us any of your thoughts, feelings, emotions, whatever. He Front says, names Hi. only, especially if your surname is McCracken. But let's oh not my God. <laughs> Well, I, I tell you what, we did. We gave away a, a second name. You wouldn't have heard this because you, 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 you missed the intro. We gave away a second name recently because we got an email from someone called Jed Lester. Oh, which is wow. such, such a strong name. And we've asked as well for people to get in touch if they've got a name that sounds a bit like a food. And uh, so far, it's not exactly taken off. But, uh, <laughs> we were lost without you, Tom. <laughs> we, no one saw it coming, but we, we it got, went more we off the rails. Makewell. Listen, we got a Terry Makewell. And I was very, very happy with that. <laughs> it was worth it for that alone. Um, so Phil writes... Hi, guys. I'm happy to settle your tombola-related issues. Um, now, do you remember we were talking about no. um, where you get a tombola from? Do you rent it? Oh, do you yes. buy it? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. A burning issue of the day. They were traditionally <laughs> rented, along with most of the other equipment, bunting, trestle tables, etc., from carnival supply companies. There are still a few dotted about. I wrote a book about Ernest Sewell, who, amongst <gasps> other things, owned the Oldie English Fair Company, which rented out anything you'd need for a summer fate. I've attached two photos from a, from a similar company's 1961 catalogue showing the cover and the page which offers their tombolas for rental. Um, I think Parry's broadly right, though. The expense of renting a tombola regularly would have led to most schools, churches and social clubs having one made up by a handy person in their shed. Hope that helps. Oh, my God. Always. I was literally about to say... If you're going to be proved wrong, be proved wrong by someone who's written a book about it. Yeah. I was like, what a pleasure to be put in my place by some. But then he, he did a little flip reverse at the end and said, yeah. Parry's also right. I couldn't we have enjoyed that letter more. Right. It turns out we were all right. Oh, and Phil has written, Phil has written right. a book. Um, has he given us the title? Uh, well, I mean, I'm guessing 
search for a book about Ernest Sewell if you'd like to read Phil's book because um, oh yeah here it is yeah it is here we go um, Phil it's it's called Ernest Sewell and the Lon- London Magical Company oh Perfect. yeah so yeah beautiful have that a, sounds ha- great have a look out for that yeah um, totally it sounds like a hymn to a bygone era and I'm really not just giving you a quote to put on the cover there, Phil, but if you are <laughs> reissuing it, then that is the kind of thing that would look great on the cover, you know, a hymn to a bygone era, Tom Parry Pappies. Um, yeah. Right, let's get into the house meeting, shall we? Brackets hasn't read it. <laughs> hasn't read it yet. But it but is it available great. from collectingmagicbooks.com. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get into the, into the house meeting. It's, you know what? It's great to have you back on the intro, by the way, Tom. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be back on the intro, actually. Do you want to do a quick plug for the Patreon? Um, get on board at the Patreon guys if you love the podcast as we all do then the Patreon is the place to celebrate that love there's a community of listeners there is a bag load of extra episodes too many if anything yeah. uh, you'll be wading through them for days but um, it's just it just is a great way to feel on board with the podcast you get to chat to a load of people online and listen to a whole bag's worth of extra stuff beautiful no you did that you, you did yeah, that, great, that, that, was great. You know, that was great i could feel the confidence drain from your voice as you got towards the end of that sentence i think it was the word bag but <laughs> I, I, I was gonna go I, I, I was chastising myself for not going with boat why would you choose a bag over a boat boats are famous oh, yeah. bigger. it's a boatload there's a boatload of stuff as opposed exactly. to a bag full you know what well, uh, and then I, I was about to go to boat and then I thought you've led with bag you can't go to boat now people will start to doubt you there's a, <laughs> start to there's a bag and that bag is on a boat and the uh, and, and the bag and the bag is over. called dig no I've got a bag called Dignity. It's a lot less. It's a lot. It's a worse song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could call it Dignity. How much money did you say? Three ninety nine. It's a bag, mate. There's a man who's got a bag, and that bag is for life, and he hasn't felt a day of work in his life, and the bag's called, we're called Deacon Red, everyone. We'll be appearing after, after Limp we, Shortcake. We'll be, we'll be, yeah, anyway. Deacon Red, we're, we're doing a, a double tour with Simply Blue as well. Um, two of the weirdest tribute acts you could ever imagine. Deacon Red Baseball Cap it's Deacon Blue songs played by Limp Biscuit. get on board <laughs> uh, what? What? Oh, oh boy hold on hold on he thought he could do a decent Limp Biscuit. and it turns out he's never heard them before in his entire life well look that could have been further from a Red Durst it's supposed to be was let's, that a Red Durst let's get into a house meeting and I'll tell you an interesting story about tribute bands on the other side in the outro enjoy the house meeting i've had a thought i've got an issue i've got a question i want to ask you i want to talk i want to chat okay let's sit down and chew the fat house, house meeting. Meeting. meeting what temperature should we set the heat house meeting meeting meeting, meeting. Why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. 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 Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. 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 What's the point? Does life have a meeting? House meeting. So, the other day, uh, Parry and I went out for a drink. Oh, okay. That's a hell of a, hell of a Very way nice to break time it we today. had, actually. Uh, this Very is nice how time we tell we had. you. This is how we tell you, Clarky. 
We had a great Jesus time. Christ. I've not seen I've not seen Parry in the flesh in absolutely ages. No, um, me neither. In, me in the, neither. In the wild. Yeah, not seen him in the wild for a while. Always oh, a always a pleasure. Not had a drink in ages either. Oh, that combo. You've not had a drink been, in ages. Must have been massive. Well, I did. Yeah. yeah when did you like? You had a drink yesterday, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. What, what Ben means by that? Ages. Is, what Ben means by that is we're recording in the morning. it's 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 20 past 10 in the morning which means ben hasn't had a drink for a good three hours Mm. oh baby so um so we we went out for uh, we went out for a drink and um then went out for some food as well it was quite the night it was lovely we had a really really nice time okay and then um parry nipped off to the loo i uh ordered uh, a couple of cocktails Oh, do, you, yeah. do you remember this, Parry? Oh yeah. The, my my cocktail arrived first, and um, it was there, sat in front of me. And I reached beyond it and picked up the pint on the table, and took a big swig out of it and put it back down, and then carried on chatting. And then after maybe sort of a minute, I went, "Have I just taken a big swig out of your drink, Tom?" And you went, "Yeah, yeah, you did." <laughs> and I said, uh, "Why didn't you say anything?" And you're like, "Oh, I just..." just didn't didn't really bother me and I was like it's such a like it was it was such a mad th- I, I can't I don't not entirely sure why my brain did it I'd ordered a drink it was in front of me I know why my brain did it I was a bit drunk but I, I'd ordered a drink it was in front of me but yeah I reached and it, you know it was a full arm's reach across the table to reach pick it up drink it and put it back I know why you did it, it Matthew it's the classic power play I was going to say <laughs> to lay down your authority in a social yeah. situation. Do you think that's what it was? I was going to say it almost sounds like something you'd hear like in a seminar. I imagine. <laughs> Clock is kind of. Have you ever been to a seminar? Well, no, <laughs> but I've heard all about them. I've also never been for a drink with friends, guys. But you know, I have to, I have to hear about all these things secondhand. I, I would say this, Clarky, you have been to one seminar on how to be a good Father Christmas because I was sat next to you and we were dressed as Father Christmas. I think that counted as a seminar. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I think thought... I think that counted as a se- your only that seminar. That's true. So when focus. you started saying that, I was like, why is this joke? He's, he's magicking up. Oh, no, that did actually no, you, happen. You, you yeah. actually went for it, didn't you? You actually went <laughs> to go and train to be a... Uh, what was that for like a, like a supermarket father christmas the idea then you then got allocated to a supermarket and you and you uh it was a company that just hired out father christmases but they did this kind of thing more as a um more as a showcase more of an advert for their company so they had like people filming it and you, you go it was like right in leicester square and you kind of traipse in the center of town all the farmer father christmases together with, so it was like a selling thing. We were Wait, publicity half, can fodder for Can I just say, half of that was, was Ben explaining the thing and half of it was him complaining about the fact he had to go to the centre of town. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was sort of like a promotion for their company. You had to traipse into the centre of town. Wait, uh, was, this, is why we never invite, this is why we never invite you out for drinks, mate. You always, you always turn up and you're so pissed off by the travel. Unless we come to your front room, you're unhappy. <laughs> this was... Ben, you also arrived dressed as Father Christmas as this well. Was just <laughs> off, this was just off Leicester Square. You would have absolutely hated oh, it. Oh, fuck that. The traipse you. you would have had to do. Clarky's night, night out of the town these days is going to his hallway <laughs> with, with, a bo- with a bottle of IPA. <laughs> oh, I better leave. I've got to get back. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, did, did you think it was, do you think it was like, you know, the, um, 
the putting the hand on the back when you're shaking somebody's hand. That's that's supposed to be the power play, isn't it? It's whenever always... I arrive, yeah. Whenever I arrive in a social situation, that I feel slightly uneasy about. I go through the entire room and drink everybody's drink. <laughs> Some, sometimes, you know. And then by the end, you feel fine about it, don't you? I've stopped being invited to weddings, put it that way. <laughs> Just march up to the bride, snatch the Prosecco from her. Um, yeah, it feels like, yeah, it does feel like one of those things that if you read a book on how to get ahead in business, all of those mm. books, those kind of books of how to get ahead in business, basically boils down to be a right old cunt. That's what's what's really underneath it. Can I just say, do you think what I did was the behaviour was right old? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. No, no, I'm saying... It was a deliberate... speak for themselves. What I'm saying is, like, a deliberate move of doing that would be the actions of a right old cunt. Yeah. (laughs) So I think if if you are... If you want to get ahead in business, the thing to do is to... You know, I've just th- this is this is good stuff, right? If yeah. you if okay, you go on. right if if someone comes in and says like, "Would you like coffee?" You know, say you know one of the, uh, the 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 juniors comes in and you're sat there with the head of the company. Order for the, co- the head of the company. Yeah, that would be a really good thing to do. You know, if you're in a job interview, order um, for the head of the company. We'll have yeah, um, I'll, I'll two have a coffees. Black coffee. and, we'll have a decaf. Uh, yeah, and we'll have two chicken shakuras <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, decaf for the uh, for the big lad and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wait, I'll, that, and I'll have a flat white <laughs> love it I, I, I think honestly I reckon if we published a book that was called get ahead in business by being an RAC brackets right old bleep 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 It'd be a best. Those How books are old, sellers. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Two things. Firstly, we're going to get sued by the RAC because I don't think they would associate no, themselves. No, listen, see an RAC. Trust me. That's how old Scotland. you are. You're an old. We're publishing it in Scotland, I should say. Sorry, I wasn't doing the accent. How we, to be a right old. <laughs> I can't do the accent. No, that's why you weren't doing it. Um, <laughs> Still not doing it. <laughs> hey, hey, you're absolutely right. How to be a right. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. ROC, anyway. That's that's where we go. Those kind of books selling their bucket loads. Yeah. The only thing is, if you turn over. <laughs> if you turn over the back, right, there is a photo of a very distinguished looking person, you know, like a Sheryl Sandberg type figure who um, looks and also has a, like a, a really good CV of being successful at business. Mm. And I think that's where that's yeah, where we we'll, fall. That's where we fall down. But, no, oh. but so listen, what, I, th- I think I think one of the main selling points, though, <laughs> the, like the, the book industry went through like a real uh, phase of this of doing like, don't be a twat, asterisk, you know, asterisk, <laughs> and yeah, everyone yeah. be like, the, or like, the power be of not ha- giving a fuck, or yeah. be happy as a shit dick, and people would be like, yeah. I'll buy it. It's a self help book with swearing on the front. Like they became really popular for some reason. That's true. It sort of issues the whole new agey sort of thing of like, um, or, or, or or even you know like, because that's that's the thing in in like The Apprentice, which is my only experience. Of, of business the wor- of the world of business yeah The Apprentice and Dragon's Den is what I base my entire <laughs> um, yeah, so, but, yeah but it's always about you know it's always about being uh, you know obviously they say it's about being a, a good team leader but it's about throwing people under the bus isn't it it's about it's about being an ROC 
an RAC. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> Imagine if Glenn Gary Glenn Ross had started like that. <laughs> Three words: A, B, C. Only be. Oh, damn, damn it! <laughs> Look at my watch. Fuck your watch, mate. You can't spell. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> He's out the door straight off. <laughs> Dyslexic Glengarry. Oh, I think, um, I think so. Yeah, so the the ROC, the rock guide, a oh, rock's confusing, isn't it? Because then people think it's going to be. Can you, you smell know. what the rock is cooking? You're fired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Your dinner, and he's going to eat it. <laughs> You're just but- delegating. That, just delegating everything in the office the second you arrive. You open this door. <laughs> you take off my shoes. That's you know what. That's that's not bad. That's really good. I'm really good. What's your what's your your greatest strength? I'm really good at delegation. In fact, you take this interview. Switch sides. <laughs> In fact, you tell me. I'm good at delegating. Now you tell me what I'm good at. Um, <laughs> the, 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 that world of like, you know, be like a shark and I don't know swim like a uh, you know like those those kind an eagle <laughs> be like a shark swim like a beagle is a great is a great motto that's the first that's the first thing they say right the first thing you've got to do is organise an away day to the local swimming pool and, and throw yourself in the water and do that little paddle with your two hands in front of you and then they'll know this guy means business because he's an RAC <laughs> and he's waiting by the roadside for you to pick him up and make him CEO. I'm just, I'm, I'm just like, you know, I, is there, is the, by the way, CEO stands for making boss. <laughs> I've got three letters for you. CEO. <laughs> Always be hiring me. <laughs> <laughs> but that is like it is an often quoted it is an often quoted fact isn't it or like I don't know idiom where they say you know 80% of psychopaths you know like 20% of psychopaths are killers 80% are CEOs or I, I mean oh, it's not that yeah, but it's something yeah, yeah, yeah. it's something like <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's an off quoted <laughs> it's an off quoted fact it's an off quoted <laughs> <of the> misquote <laughs> the thing the one thing about this fact I don't know is the factual part <laughs> I know how to say a bunch of words together it, it's something along the lines of all the traits of a psychopath are also all the traits of a successful CEO. But there's, I, sh- there's I a, should say, I think Perry's there's a more pithy the, way of doing that. Perry's been off the podcast for a, for a while, but we've, we've replaced him with John Ronson, who's inevitably steered it round to his topic of the psychopath test. So, John, always great to have you on the podcast. You've got to tell us now what percentage. I've got to ask you what percentage of psychopaths are greengrocers. We've got to know. <laughs> In just three letters, please tell us. A, B, C, the psychopath test. <laughs> drill, it, drill it into your head so I don't have to. And that's a fact. <laughs> Can I have a lift? I live in London. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I should say, you know, I have been away from the podcast for a couple of weeks for one reason or another. It's because I'm now... The CEO of uh, Apple. <laughs> oh, wow. It's a, a, a bad lie, isn't it? Yes, yeah, that's a bad lie. I was trying to think of a better um, company to go with, but I don't really know many companies, to be honest. Well, it's it's easy. you just got to st- uh, think of one that begins with a B, and you did. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go with the Bilderberg Group, but I don't think that's a... Build a bear group. Build a bear. Once you've been to Build a Bear and you want some food, go next door to Build a Bear. Go to the gourmet Build a Burger group. <laughs> the shadowy cabal who run all burgers. <laughs> So what is, what is that? What the Bilderberg Group is? Is it a shadowy cabal? Well, the Bilderberg Group is yeah. It's it, it's it's a sort of semi-secret organisation that. Oh, I've said too much. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think anyone who considers himself to be CEO goes on a podcast and says that. I, Even the Joe I, Rogan I, podcast. I, I signed an NDA and I had no idea what that meant. Go tell everyone. I don't I've got know. three letters for you: A, B, C, NDA. <laughs> <laughs> what does NDA stand for? Go tell everyone. Tell Go the tell the good news. Um, <laughs> so sorry, the Bilderberg Group are a shadowy cabal. I can't. So have they got a CEO? Um, I mean, presumably they do have a hierarchy within within the group. This is the, this is the kind of thing you you're only a podcast. You, you're normally on a podcast series that would tell you all these things about the Bilderberg Group. Yeah, but they never they never have a chat with the CEO. I know, again, John Ronson did infiltrate a meeting of the Bilderbergs uh, with Alex Jones, but I don't think they ever got to the stage of sitting down with the CEO and drinking his coffee. <laughs> Alex, what? With Alex, Alex Jones? What? Yeah, not, Alex. Not, not the woman from the One Show, the, show, the guy from um, uh, Infowars. You know, the loud, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, imagine, that's... imagine if that had been an episode of the One Show. <laughs> what? what a report what? that would have been. <laughs> We're going to one of their weird owl ceremonies. I'm here with Jermaine Genus. And we're at Davos. We're about to go into a sauna with Bill Clinton and Jeff Bezos. Let's see what Jermaine can glean from these world leaders. One. And next up, your pet's got worms. How'd you cope with it? Anyway, let's go. <laughs> your pet's got worms. Joe Rogan's on scene. kill himself. <laughs> One. <laughs> oh, man. 
Which one of us would fare best as a presenter on the one show? Do you think? Crosby. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was me <laughs> saying you, not you two. Oh, answer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no. I don't know if I, I don't, I don't know if I would. I hope to cross me. That was great delegation, Clarky. <laughs> you a psychopath. So <laughs> um, would I be a good host of the one show? I mean, I'd give it a shot, certainly. You know, why, why not? I um, actually could see you going at it with vim and vigor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm. I'm, I, I feel like I'm good at uh, listening to people when I'm not that interested in what they have to say. I mean, <laughs> I've done this podcast for a while. <laughs> <laughs> You've run this assault course for long enough. <laughs> um, but no, to be honest, I don't watch a lot of the. I don't watch, watch a lot of the one show, so I'm not really sure, kind of what it is that I think I've seen. I've the, the only bits of the one show I've really seen are the bits where it's like. Um, uh, Matt Baker saying to David Cameron how do you sleep at night or Mel Brooks talking mm. about what a mad show it is um, that's that's as much of, as, as I've seen I'm not really I'm not really deep into the, the one the show viral, the viral bits my dad loves it my dad's obsessed with the one show as I think people of a certain age you get to a certain age and suddenly something clicks in your brain and you love the one show well, th- that that age is going to come to us. In oh like yeah, 50, absolutely. Yeah, in fifteen in the same years' way now time, that I can't stop listening to Peter Gabriel. But what and, will be know, the, five years what, ago? I would have absolutely bonked at the idea. And but what now will I'm be like, the equivalent for genius. us? Like, will it be like Zane Lowe hosting, or like you know, what's like you have to think? Imagine like, picking what, what's, Zane Lowe as a current reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's not current. No, is it? it's, it's like yeah, our yeah, current. Yeah. No, but but that's the thing, isn't it? All of the people that we grew up listening to on Radio One are now hosting quite cozy shows on Radio Two, right? Yeah. That's sort of yeah. what happens, isn't it? You know, you've got Zoe on The Breakfast Show. You've got Sarah Cox. You've got Joe Wiley. These are all people. I mean, some of them are clinging on to Six Music. You know, I'm thinking of Lamac. But <laughs> I'm looking at you, Lamac. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Lamac. Spite the still, Radio 2 bullet. Still occasionally complaining about the fact that uh, Radio 1 let him go. I don't know if you've listened you can, to Radio 1 recently. You would not. I mean, you barely fit on on Six Music. Well, I reckon um, you, can think of, you can think of BBC radio stations a bit like living in London because obviously like when you first move to London you've got to be on the tube and everyone's like got to be on the tube and yeah. everyone starts living listen guys be, I'm like- going nowhere near Radio 1 <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't afford Radio 1 uh, come, come on just make it local make it is there a 7 is there a BBC well there's there's the, there, there's BBC home counties that's that's, that's that's me even cosier You've got to be on the tube, Radio 1. Zone 2, you know, and everyone's like, God, Zone 3 or 4, you're dead. And then you live in, you know... You live and in now you're in, five. like, Zone 5 Exeter, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, let, let me get to that. Like, that's, like <laughs> that's Radio 1. Then you move out to Zones 4 or 5. That's, like, 6 music. Then you start thinking, I can just live, you know, by, a, you know, a, a, a station. I, I could go Zone 5, Zone 6. That's your kind of Radio <laughs> By the way, when, when you were trying to find the word there, I really thought you could say, I could just go and live by the river. I thought it was going to be, oh, I don't know. I just did, like, I'll just have a makeshift thing in the woods just just by a stream as long as I've got water to, to drink and to wash my clothes and I'm fine I that's your local it. that's your local radio that's that's, that's your local radio Tom in a tent drinking from the Thames yeah. <laughs> that's local Tom radio Tom does a Raoul moat <laughs> he's washing his clothes in a Raoul moat <laughs> 
um, so yeah so so you kind of like you know you can you can work it out from there by, yeah. and by the end you're like you know BBC uh, Southampton or whatever it is that's kind of like <laughs> by the end you're hospital radio yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> and then by the very end you're in hospital listening to radio <laughs> Um, yeah um, but you know I think it's a it feels like a merry life to be in you know um, and, and it's one you've entered into Crossbow now you, you're in that radio now you're in the radio journey you kind of go you can you know you can I'm, I'm sorry I got so confused there. I was like wait a second he's in zone what zone are you in <laughs> like, oh you're actually on the radio <laughs> Well, I'm I'm both. I live in London and I'm on the radio, so I'm quite confused because you're I'm living both, the dream, man. I'm both I'm both living the metaphor and also the reality of the metaphor. <laughs> so yeah. it's really it's really confusing. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I, I've 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 got a nice house and I'm on the radio. Yeah, that's thanks 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 for reminding me. It's it's quite a good life actually. Yeah. <laughs> You, you fucking psychopath! Stop drinking my drink. <laughs> Look, it, all it took was drinking your drink a fortnight ago for you to finally pay me a compliment. Two weeks later, it's paid off. I played the long game. I sipped your drink. I drink it up. I drink. I drink your acai. <laughs> a straw going all the way along my arm, down my hand into your drink. I drink your acai. I drink it up. And I drink my sake cocktail. <laughs> oh dear. Um. <laughs> Where would Clarky go on the radio? I pu- I'm putting him on Radio <laughs> oh, 4. Dear. Thought for the day. Yeah. Yes. Oh, there we go. A lovely thought for the day. The thing about Clarky is he's got some, he's got dulcet tones. He's got a, he's got a slow, calming way of speaking that's not unlike a vicar. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, you could imagine I, the thought for the someone day. someone who's lost in a sentence. Yeah, but you know what? That's the great thing. If you're on Radio 4... You know, if you're if you're on Radio One and you took the kind of pauses you take, Clarky, you could play songs in between. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> They're thrown in some Dua Lipa just to cover the silence. Whereas if you were, if Clarky's you were radio there, show is one sentence <laughs> with fifteen songs in between. <laughs> he said good, and then he played four songs. <laughs> is the next word going to be morning? Who put this guy on the breakfast show? <laughs> I'd be quite up for that actually it's like a kind of stream of consciousness kind of you know it's like a rambling anecdote and there's like leaping off points for songs along the way that's not a bad bad idea yeah that's basically how my brain works anyway that's true that's very true that's what happens when you wait is it you're stopping you're listening to music in your head (laughs) yeah yeah. Clark is the only person in the world who's got hold music in his own brain My wife does a terrible thing, which is um, whenever she's on hold, she puts it on speaker and subjects the house to the house music. 
the, yeah. the old music. <laughs> what, what's what's the alternative? Hold it to your ear. I mean, I go, I, I, I go hands free on that. If I'm ever going to make a phone call that I know, and I go hands free, and I and I can wander around the house. I leave the phone sort of where it is, and I wander around the house, you know, doing a few tasks that need doing, letting the whole music play. Put your knowing, earphones in, man. What's that? That's that. They're the actions of a psychopath. Put your earphones in. Yeah, that's... No, I'm, I'm saying I go ha- oh. on hands-free with my oh, headphones good. in. And I oh, around the house. Say, that's the nature of hands-free, isn't it? I thought I you said on speaker. I put it on speaker. I put it on hands-free. I put it on hands-free and then I, I wander around. But I, I, I can understand putting it on speaker. I, I put it on speaker, but then I'm normally on my own, so... <laughs> but also, I, I don't mind hold music. <laughs> and I'm not on the phone. <laughs> I, you know, it doesn't like. I think it only if you if you if you train yourself to go. Well, look, this is me. This is here for my entertainment. The purpose of this isn't to annoy. We sort of we sort of like it, you know. Oh, hello! I could sing you my you bank's talk- hold music now. I know it so well, Clarky. Let's hear it, man. Oh, by the way, you're now listening to Clarky's brain music. He's just thinking about what he's thinking of the answer to the question. Good. This is Clarky FM. Clarky radio, and it goes and it and it's beep. Have I got any money to pay the rent? <laughs> Excuse me. Somebody turned my lights off. Excuse me. Can I afford to go into the centre of town to have a drink with my friends? All the tripes. It's all right. All the tripes in ages. It's all right. I'll just drink their drinks. <laughs> Is that HSBC, Clarky? It is. Love it. I, t- Love I tell it. you, I tell you what would be a good job: a hold DJ. That's what I do. If I was CEO of HSBC, um, which, like, if you don't, like if you don't know, stands for yes, <laughs> the World Banking on. System. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have a, I would have an in-house DJ every day who's curating I mean fuck me you've got the money I'd get Lamac for you know you get you get all the you know <laughs> that's the journey we've you all got radio money one. for Lamac you start on Radio 1 you go to 6 Music you end up on HSBC Hold Music FM but like why, why haven't they got DJs curating their hold music do you know what I mean like we live in a modern world why are we still on computer music yeah, yeah or like yeah. crap those crap kind of generic hold music why haven't you got Zane Lowe playing you know gotta be Zane Lowe it's gotta be Zane Low. And by the way, your bank account is running Zane Low. You've <laughs> <laughs> hit an all time Zane Low. Clarky, uh, yeah. your overdraft is Pete Tong. <laughs> hit it! <laughs> <laughs> um, I've started following uh, Gary Kemp of Spandau Ballet on Instagram. Brilliant, and, brilliant um, sentence. He, um, <laughs> he went Good night. On, he went on holiday recently with Pete Tong and his wife, and um, he put up a picture of them all having dinner, and it's very genuine. It looked lovely, and they were all having dinner, and it just said, uh, "Lovely dinner with the Tongs." <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I, I, if your name is a thing, it's a really exciting thing for people to meet. Oh, we're going to meet the Tongs tonight. 
Isn't, oh, that what Colin, the isn't that what Colin Farrell said on that infamous video? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he certainly used his tongue, didn't he? Yeah, his tongue was right up there. Breakfast, lunch and dinner with the tongues. Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, after that, he was not Hank Marvin. <laughs> or, here's another one. You should be able to... There's technology for this... On your on your um, on your marks devices on your devices, you get to select your own style of of hold music, and then whenever you're on hold, so if you go like Fleetwood Mac, blah blah blah, like like on Spotify, then whenever you're on hold, it goes into your your choice, your genre of hold music. The the tricky thing with that is, remember when you could have songs as alarms. It used to make you hate a song that you yeah. loved. I've been out walking. I don't do Was that too your much alarm? talking these days. Royal Tenenbaum soundtrack all the way through university. Whenever I think of being hungover or waking up uh, not knowing what I did the night before, like the soundtrack to my uh wild years of university i mean like by the way when i say i can't remember what i did the night before it was normally walk back to crobby's house ate an egg uh, yeah. and watched watched a bit of monty python like that's yeah. what that's what normally happened or like we watched mr show for three hours yeah we yeah. ate an egg sandwich and then i ended up back at the house again clock wasn't invited to <laughs> the weird thing as well is we had like this lovely tradition we'd get back home from the club Crosby would make us two egg sandwiches, then he'd eat them both. It was a real shame, actually. <laughs> he'd just eyeball me and then yeah. eat my sandwich yeah. and then tell me he, to leave. He put them both in front of you as well. Yeah, he'd put them down, he'd eat them both, and then he'd say, I'm going to end up with a nice house and a job on the radio. Now get out. <laughs> I, I heard a brilliant story, by the way, <clears throat> which I'm, I'm sure... Uh, I'm sure the guy who told me won't mind me telling, but um, uh, it was uh, he, he had to he had to pick up the much missed, the late lamented Sean Locke to drive him to a festival, right? <clears throat> and he, he had to drive him to a festival, and on the way they said, oh, uh, Sean said, oh, I want to I want to just um, pick up my mate. Uh, we've got to drive to Chiswick. Go and pick up my mate. He's coming with me for the uh, for these festivals, and um, so they picked up Mark Lamar. Right? They drove and picked up Mark Lamar. And Mark Lamar apparently chain smoked the entire time. And the only, the only time there was any kind of interaction between Mark Lamar and the guy who was driving was he said, oh, pull over at the next services. They stopped at the next services and he came back with three white Magnum ice creams and he ate all three of them to himself. No! <laughs> <laughs> it, it's one of the great it's one of the great stories I think that is yeah it's wow. amazing it's absolutely amazing um, uh, it reminds me it reminds stunning. me of, uh, of um, now I'm gonna I'm, I know it was Paul Bettany um, when Lars von Trier was filming uh, Dogville yeah and uh, yeah. he was basically trying to sort of psychologically torture as he as as he loved to do psychologically torture his actors so the first thing he did was and he obviously he wouldn't he wouldn't leave the country so he filmed it in Denmark so everyone had to come to him and he picked um, Paul Bettany up from the airport and drove him to a service station and uh, then when he got to the service station he bought like all of the porn in that service station Lars von Trier did and said uh, do you want any of this porn Paul and Paul was like no you're fine thank you and he sort of chucked it in the back seat next to Paul and then he went and picked up I think it's Catherine Deneuve 
Um, and uh, he picked up Catherine Deneuve from her hotel. And then uh, Catherine Deneuve got in and looked at all the porn. And Lars von Trier said, yeah, sorry, Paul's brought all this porn. <laughs> and Paul and Catherine were going to work together for a month and hadn't met each other. And the first thing is him going, the first thing is him going, no, actually, this is uh, Lars von Trier did this. This wasn't me. And it just makes it like... It just immediately, it immediately sort of puts the cat amongst the pigeons, doesn't it? Immediately, I don't know what he's trying that, to achieve. I mean, achieve. when when I first moved to university, no, when I started my second year at university, Marco, uh, one one of the guys in the house, was the last one to move in, and we all moved in and went uh, went to the shops and bought. Uh, uh, several poor magazines and uh, decorated his bedroom with oh it. And then he arrived with his parents and walked into his bedroom. Oh. And there was just. Now, now I look back on that and think, what on earth were we trying to do there? Because like, yeah. it, it, we weren't like fingering Marco because it's not like well, what? It's, it's one of the magazines. Like his parents aren't going to walk into his brand new room and go, Marco, you've pre-decorated your room with porn. It was just yeah. like, what a hot, what a weird thing to do. Um, but it does remind that story about Lars von Trier's and, and Mark Lamar. Um, do you know Alan Pardew, the uh, football manager, used to of be the course, manager yeah, of Crystal yeah. Palace, and he's supposed to be an absolute rotter. And um, and so and someone said like, the how you know he's a rotter is he was. He started at a club and he sat down and he was sat with his kind of team around him and the kit man, they all ordered food and his food arrived and the kit man's food ordered and he said, oh, I really like your food. It looks nicer than my food, what you've ordered. And the kit man was like, oh yeah, you know, order MV, blah, blah, blah. And Pardew was like, give me your food. What? And, and he was like, well, well no, because, you know, I've, I've ordered it. And he said, yeah, and no, I'm the manager. And he made him give him his meal, <laughs> gave him his meal. And whenever I think about that, I think like that might be the. I, I think we've that's come full circle almost. <laughs> that yeah. is, that's like the actions of a, an, an utter psychopath. I can't think of something yeah. much worse to do to someone <laughs> than to make them give you. <laughs> and, and it's kind of how I felt, you know, back there yeah. in that restaurant. <laughs> a couple of weekends it'll be, ago. It'd be weirder if I was like, I want that pint of Asahi. And you went, yeah, but you've just drunk a pint of Asahi. Yeah, but I want your pint of Asahi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you can just order another pint of Asahi. No, I don't want another pint of Asahi. I want your pint of Asahi. In fact, you know what? Do you know what? Alan Pardew's a fucking pussy because he asked. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you know what? I'm a, Lean I'm a, over. I'm, 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 Take listen, a scoop. I'm more of a psychopath than Alan Pardew, all right? Yeah. And I want the world to know that. I want that to be out in the open. I'm going to have business cards on bone... American Psycho style printed up to just say Matthew Crosby nice house on the radio more of a psychopath than Alan Pardew (laughs) N-H-O-R decent house on the radio which stands for of course always be closing (laughs) is having subtitles in a foreign film cheating well there we go that was a real treat wasn't it it was a real Bronx cheer, Thomas. Actually, so here's yeah. my story about, um, well, it's our story, actually, about tribute bands. Um, listener dears might know that um, 
for my wedding celebrations, I asked uh, Ben and Matthew uh, and a couple of other dear friends who are talented musicians to form an Oasis tribute band. Uh, I mean, you, my, yeah, you, you told you told separate <laughs> from you us. Told, you, told, yeah, yeah. you told us to form an Oasis tribute band. I remember the way you said the, the way you, you broke the news to me was you said, "Have you heard about the Oasis tribute band?" I went, "No, that's amazing! You've got an Oasis tribute band um, in your in at your wedding." And you went, "Yeah, you're on drums." I was like, "Bloody hell!" <laughs> um, I can play well, all the Tony McCarroll stuff um, I hope you get well soon Tony but I can't play any of the Alan White stuff that's too fucking tricky I did my best though they formed um, Oasisters and um, famously now the best gig of my wife's life she says whenever she's asked what's your best live gig ever she says it was Oasisters (laughs) I I actually think it might be mine as well Um, oh man that's so kind thank you what an hour of music the the tent was just heaving it was amazing what what a scene we got an encore and we hadn't rehearsed any more than five songs, so we had to play just, two. Just play <laughs> songs again. Yeah, it was great. They're the best encores, man. Um, but anyway, someone got in touch who was at our wedding, got in touch with my wife and said, we're getting married and we want uh, an Oasis tribute band. Have you got the contact details of the band from the, your wedding? So guys, you're, you're in demand. Got another booking. Yeah. We're booked we're, up, we're, man. Clark and I are now more currently in demand on the wedding circuit than we are on the live comedy circuit. Yeah, I, I mean, it's the inevitable transition. You've gone from you've gone from six music to radio two, guys. That's, that's the way it happens. Um, anyway, that, actually. Great. thank you for joining us, listener dear. Um, support the Patreon if you can. Um, we'd yeah, love Patreon. to have you on board. Forward slash Pappy Splatcher. Yeah, all the usual stuff. If you enjoy it, recommend us to a friend. Let's spread this listenership. Leave a review on iTunes. Uh, do people still do that? I guess they do. People do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People do still leave re- review us on iTunes. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends about us. It all helps with uh, spreading the word about this Absolutely. podcast. Absolutely. Nominate and us for a podcast award. I mean, that's, yes. Maybe maybe next year. But um, um, it always rolls around. And I go, and oh, yeah, it always podcast- sails back off again. Well, the podcast awards have happened and then you go yeah we always forget to, to uh, enter ourselves in the competition I know I always, go, oh. I always go I can't believe we haven't bloody won a podcast oh we didn't enter ourselves yeah okay well yeah. that's fair enough that's fair enough they're not just going to go and listen I mean there's so many podcasts out there they can't just go and listen to every single podcast it's uh, insane it feels so like if you're going to be the judge of the podcast awards then listen to every podcast you know the academy yeah. do it they watch every film I don't know how Good it point. works. Anyway, Good point, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, um, thank you for listening. Um, thank you. Thank you. No, ben, please. Thank, thank you. you, judges, for listening. <laughs> this is the episode we're submitting, yes. Clarky, thank you for listening for the times you weren't listening to the music in your head. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry, I just missed that one. Uh, that do you want to play us out with the HSBC Hold music? Love it. I certainly do. <laughs> Hey, it's all about the things we see lately! <laughs> Thanks, Fred. Uh, this episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham team! Cheers, everyone! Bye! Bye! Will you please be upstanding for... Yep. Yeah, right. For today's Patreon Watch Neighbourhood Roll Call. <laughs> it's the Patreon Watch Neighbourhood Roll Call. Okay. There we go. Okay. Two for a pad. I got three sausages made out of blood. 
black pudding. <laughs> uh, I, I'm selling them to Helen Bud. I tell you right yeah. now, you might want to just you might want to just slightly reframe the way you're selling those sausages. Yeah, no, it's black <laughs> saying, pudding, isn't black it? Put, they black call it. Pudding. They used to call it black. blood sausage back in the day. You can't say they anything did, nowadays. They did. No, 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 it's PC gone. You there, can't say it? anything nowadays. You know you, you know you you can't say uh, eggy bread anymore. You've got to say bread with egg. It's an absolute <laughs> dilemma. It's an absolute. As I was saying to my old friend Gemma. Oh, you can't say anything anymore. You can't say nothing, no no more. I bought my daughter, right? This little cuddly uh, little baby for her to look after, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, I can't call it a dolly anymore. No. i got to call it a tiny person of unknown origin. <laughs> All right, right look, listen, do you know what? Should we, should we stop doing this, this character now? Because it's, get, it's already getting into, like, let's not, let's not, let's... It's a, it's a rare situation, um, uh, folks, where we're gonna we're gonna switch tack midway, like immediately. I think we're just we're just gonna get ourselves into sticky territory. The listeners don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need it. <laughs> I, I think we're much more comfortable with the general sort of you know uh, the, the barrow boy, the, uh, the 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 green grocer it's type where, affair. That's where we were. That's, that's where that's we were. I think where we, we you know, were. And I hold my hands up. I steered the ship slightly away from these things happen. Don't they? These things things happen. happen. They do. These do. But you know, nip it in the bud. Early doors. Move on. Move on. All right. right. We're moving on. We're moving on. I'm 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 doing your tattoos. I'm doing them two for a pad. But they're not permanent. They fade after a few days. They're henna. I think we've already done this name. It's Gemma. We've done it. Yeah, you've got it. We're not going all the way back to the names. We've, we've, no, you were doing Daniel Jolly, remember? That's why. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, yeah, okay, okay. okay. Jolly, yeah. Well, it's as simple as that. I'm selling you a baby little girl, aren't I? It's a dolly. Who am I selling it to? Daniel Jolly. <laughs> Let me tell you now. It's an absolutely gorgeous dolly. Let me, all right. Look, this dolly can do absolutely everything. It's wonderful. It can laugh. It can cry. It can eat black pudding. You can tick, you tickle this belly and eat black pudding, exactly, yeah. yeah. yeah Most of all, its hair is curly. Oh. I'm selling it once, twice, three times to Paul Shirley. He's bought three of them. <laughs> Let me tell you something. He's going to enjoy those dollies as well. He's going to enjoy because, it once, twice, three times a dolly. Listen, I'm selling... I'm going to sell you a, another version of that dolly. <laughs> like, it's got a lovely habit on it. Look, it's got a, it's got a oh, nun's cool. outfit on it. Oh, here we go, yeah. yeah little yeah. baby... <laughs> She can, Only a matter of time. She'll, she'll hear your confession. She, she'll say Hail Marys. She can even pray. Going once, going twice, buy your nun dollies, sold to Chris Day. What the fuck did you rhyme with Chris Day there? Pray. Oh, pray. I'll pray, right, sorry. I thought nun dolly. I was like, it's not even a half rhyme. Right, no, 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 no. I, I enjoyed it, you know. Do you know what, right? Um, you know, I'm selling these curries. I'm selling these curries, right? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, yeah. forget that. I'm not selling curries no more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, no. it's spicy. It's a bit, it was a bit spicy. No, no, no. I tell you what, I will sell a curry. All right, I tell you what, I'll sell, sell you a curry. curry, mate. I'll sell you a curry. Sell you know a Ruby Murray. I'll sell. No, well, it is the thing. I'll, I'll sell you a Thai red. I'll even 
sell you a tie green. And I'll sell them now to Aidan Barkadeen. <laughs> Let me tell you something, right? Let me tell you nothing. I'm selling you this little toy teddy boy. Oh, he's adorable. He's got teddy the blue boy. suede shoes. He's got a comb. He's even got a quiff. I'm selling it three times. And to Max Smith. Oh, it's wonderful. Let me tell you now, I oh, am it's selling them. I'm it's selling them it's wonderful today. I'm selling a monster and I'm selling it your way. I'm selling a monster. Oh, let me tell you, it's got it's got really awful teeth. It's got boggly eyes. It's absolutely gruesome. And I'm selling it now to Joby Newsom. Well, I'm selling you this. Unfortunately, it is a jar of head lice. Um, <laughs> no. I can't even dress it up, but it's only three quid. Sold to Ian Guidice. I don't know, look, here, here's the thing about Ian Guidice, however you pronounce it. <laughs> he he leaves and rejoins the Patreon probably once every two months. His name always crops up. <laughs> I've never had to de- ride with it, I think, but it always crops up. And I'm like, why do you keep coming? I mean, like, we love having you. But just stick around, you know, shit will get off the pot, Ian. To be fair to him, he is dealing with a lot of lice. He's got a lot of lice. (laughs) Way too many lice. Oh, lice are too tight to mention when it comes to Ian. Um, Ian Guidis. Guidis? Who knows? Anyway, listen. I'll tell you what. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry about that. I got a bit of, uh, I got a bit of the old seller's cough. Right, <laughs> I've got the old seller's oh, cough no. from doing too much selling. Oh, let's let's just hope there's someone out there with a buyer's cough, and I'm hoping it's Lee Myers cough. Oh no! Oh, oh, oh no! I've got <laughs> oh, no! I've got oh, a terrible no. case. I've got a terrible case of buyer's warts, and oh, no. the doctor told me Buy I've been beware. doing too much docking. Um, but oh God. don't worry, because I'm selling you this quiche. Oh, <laughs> and, absolutely wonderful. And it tastes delicious, actually. I can really, I can, it, it, there's nothing I enjoy more than a bad, than a quiche. After, after a bad docking, than a slice of quiche. Oh, and, absolutely. And that is quiche why. Quiche Lorraine, remove the pain. That's what you always oh, say. Yeah, that is why I'm selling it to my good friend, Robert Cockin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yes, 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 yes. Um, I tell you what, I'm selling this trouser press, oh. and it's not one of those knockoff ones. It's a genuine one made by Corby, and I'm selling it to Andrew Orby. I'm selling you this pepperoni. Believe oh, me, yeah. it's no bologna. It might be a salami. Is it ham? Find out, Naomi. <laughs> is, it, is it ham the age-old question that we can ask of any of our products this product you sold me is it ham <laughs> <laughs> oh i tell you what i've got oh, some yeah. uh, i've got some uh i've got oh, yeah. some great framed photographs oh have you now expensive they're pretty expensive. They're oh, rarities. Yeah. It's, it's they're a mugs rarities. game. Go to a frame, and let me tell you, they're rarities. Let me let me tell you now. 
I've got a framed photo of Tessa Sanderson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've got, I have got a, uh, I've got a framed photo of Fatima Whitbread. Oh yes, uh, gorgeous photo of Zola Bud. Oh, recently had not framed. just the javelin throwers then. <laughs> not just no no. Not just the Javers. Uh, Colin I was Jackson. Say, I was looking at it thinking it doesn't rhyme with Javelin. <laughs> um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm struggling to remember if I've got this guy's name right, but I've also oh, got... yeah. Do you know what I'm thinking of? You've got the big gun, haven't you? I've got, yeah. You've got Steve Cram. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've got Roger Black. <laughs> uh... I, can't, I haven't got time to Google it. Is it, Steve, is it Steve Avet? It's Steve Avet, yeah. I couldn't remember Great. his name was Steve or Chris. It's Steve Avet. Is it Steve Avet? It might be Chris Avet, actually. Is it Chris Avet? Is it Chris Avet? Let me give us. Two bottles. Is it Give ham, a second here. And is it Chris Avet? Is it Chris Avet? Okay, now there's Chris Avert, <laughs> who is. Uh, Tennis player. It's Steve of it. It's Steve of it. Steve. We had Steve it. Steve of it. We had it. The Steve. Steve. Steve Yvette. Cram and Brit- Who's a British a- actor and musician who was in Looking for Eric. <laughs> oh, come on. We're so close oh, to the on. finish. <laughs> We're so close to it here. Right. Uh, so, yes, I have even got a framed photo of Seb Co. <laughs> and I'm going to sell it now to my dear friend. Helen Previtt, <laughs> and I hope she says, ho, ho, ho. Come Merry in. Christmas, Helen. This sausage is made of blood. But the big question is, is it pig's blood? <laughs> is it ham blood? Is it ham blood? <laughs> well, it- that concludes today's Patreon Watch Neighbourhood Roll Call. It's Go always the Patreon Watch Neighbourhood Roll Call. It's, it's, it's never the Neighbourhood Watch Patreon Roll Call. It's always the Patreon Watch Neighbourhood Roll Call. It's the Patreon Watch Neighbourhood Roll Call. That's the way we used to say it. That's right. Uh, aha, aha. We love it. Going once. Going twice. So. Going Ian Guidice. <laughs> <laughs> see you again next month. See Old Guidice. See you, see you next month, Ian. We love you, brother. <laughs> see you later, mate. Good night. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.